Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, as I told you yesterday, Rosemary tested a couple of days ago positive to coronavirus. She's doing quite all right. She's uh, feeling a bit uh, uh, sore throat, headaches, etc., like people get with it. Uh, but she's doing quite well. But I decided I'd contact our doctor yesterday anyway, and I sent Dr. Mora this message. Hello, Dr. Mora. You may recall that you have said a couple of times when we've come to see you that Rosemary should avoid, if at all possible, getting coronavirus. Well, a couple of days ago, she tested positive. She has mostly felt unwell. Today, she said she feels a bit worse and has developed uh, a sore throat and feels a bit congested. Uh, we're not concerned. Rosemary's breathing easily, but just feels quite unwell. Is there anything we or I should be doing? I repeat, she's not distressed in any way. I just want to know if I should be doing anything for her that I'm not. And then I asked her another question. I did ask Rosemary if she'd be washing my clothes, cleaning the house and cooking dinner for me right at this time when she's got coronavirus. And she said, no, Dr. Mora, I need it back to health as quickly as you can. Please help. Thanks, Bruce. Well, only a few minutes went by and Dr. Moira rang and she said, well, it sounds like Rosemary's doing more than okay. And she asked a couple of questions and, and she said, oh, yeah, she's doing okay. Just needs to take some things for the headaches and the aches and pains and, and, uh, and some, you know, something for a sore throat, but she's doing quite all right. And then she said, but as for you, she said, you know, having to wash, clean the house, cook, she said, you better not get coronavirus because clearly it's all too much for you. And then she laughed and hung up and left. In other words, I think what she was saying is that she didn't take my concern seriously at all for all the work that I have to do right now. And it got me thinking, it got me thinking, you know, how do we, we worry about so many things, don't we? Well, in Matthew's gospel in chapter six, we read a fascinating passage of scripture about worry. And it says this in verse 25, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you, little, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what we eat, what we drink, what we wear, for it's the Gentiles, the Gentiles who strive after all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you. Uh, it's interesting. Rosemary's doing okay. Uh, thank, thank the Lord. And I'm actually doing okay too. Um, and, and, but it was interesting how we get concerned about things at times. We worry about things at times. And, and that's natural, isn't it? 
And, and sometimes, however, that the worries that we have in the world can be things that we put in the way of what, of what, of what uh, God wants for us. Last week, I met with a, a businessman that I would regard as being someone who is holy. Uh, and he said he was trying to put together this business deal where he's at and uh, for, for something he's wanting to purchase. And it's something that would be wonderful. And, and yet he said to me something a couple of times that I thought, wow, that's a deeper level of spirituality. And he said, but if it doesn't happen, I'm not concerned. If it doesn't happen, I'm not worried. In other words, what he was saying to me is, and, and, and listening to him is that he said, I'm blessed and I'm trusting in God to provide his will in my life. In other words, what he was more concerned about was rather than his plan, what he was concerned about was God's will in his life. And some, so many of us, when we face difficulties and struggles, God allows things to happen to us. God doesn't make them happen to us, but he allows things to happen to us because he has a deeper purpose. And if we concentrate on some of the challenges, some of the things that frighten us and scare us, what we do is we can make them large. And what Jesus is saying is concentrate first upon me. Concentrate upon the kingdom of God. Now, in this chapter, just before it, uh, Jesus has uh, taught the Our Father. And what's he saying to the Our Father? That famous line, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then he comes back and he says, but strive first for the kingdom. In other words, what Jesus is saying to all of us as we do the everyday grind of our life is that in all the things we're doing, we, that we need to say to God, God, I want your way, your will in my life. I want to strive after your kingdom purpose in my life. So if you want me to get this advance in, the, in, the, in, in my business that I'm trying to put together, whether it's you want me to have uh, certain levels of happiness in, in relationships that I have, if you want to bring resolution to things, your will be done. Your will be done needs to be our prayer. And it's a surrendering of our heart and a surrendering of our will to God. And sometimes, sometimes, God doesn't give to us what we ask because he has a different plan. And we won't understand that this side of heaven. As I heard someone very famous say once, sometimes you can go and argue with God why he won't give you the things that you want. But God chooses not to give you those things. And we don't know why. And it's OK that we don't know why. So wherever you are today, why don't you just surrender your life more deeply in your prayer today? God, I want your will to be done in my life in my circumstances, in the place I am today. I want to know something? You can pray that every day of the year for the rest of your life. And it's a surrender prayer to God that I often pray, Lord, your will be done in my life. Loving Father, we thank you today that you're with us. We thank you that you want us to have your will. Lord, those who seek things, would you bless them? Would you bless them? Lord God, those who worry, would you bless them? And Lord God, may we experience your countenance, your blessing in our life. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, anyway, I've got to go now. I've got to go and do some cooking, some house cleaning, washing. You know, the, the, work, the work just doesn't stop, you know. Anyway, until tomorrow, um, I'll see you. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. I really am. I'm really, I'm going home to do cooking.
now. You, you don't believe me, but I am, seriously. God bless you.